Welcome to the brand new Revival Ministry. This is Pastor Ty Bernard, and we have Pastor Robert with us today. Uh, he's going to be speaking on our next topic, which is responsibility. Before we get into that, I want to just uh, talk to you a little bit about submitting uh, our last function. So submitting is something that we have to come under God's uh, lordship, uh, being able to be obedient to his call and uh, to live a life that is uh, not necessarily the things that uh, we want to do, but in order to please the Father, we have to live by faith. And so that's one thing that uh, a very important topic, uh, we're going to be learning more about it. But today we're going to be focusing on responsibility. Hey, uh, Robert, how's things going? Well, uh, Pastor Ty, they're doing just fine. Uh, today I did want to talk about a little bit about responsibility and actually man's responsibility, especially for us Christian men today. When I think about responsibility, I think that it can be quite overwhelming for us. We have uh, responsibility for our family, we have responsibilities for work, we have responsibilities uh, to our government and to our, our, our local communities, we have responsibilities to church, we have responsibilities to God, we have responsibilities to ourselves. And so today's Christian men can be quite overwhelmed with the amount of responsibilities. So sometimes it's really helpful for us to step back a moment, take a deep breath, and go right back to our roots where it actually came from the very beginning right back down to the basics and so i thought we would do that today taking a look at genesis 2 and the responsibilities that god gave mankind before woman was even formed so okay. these are central just to us men they were given to us before there was mankind before there was anything more than adam and because these words were given to Adam, does that mean that they are still valid for us today as men and as Christians? Well, I'll show how, yes, they still apply today, and yes, they still apply to our lives, yours, mine, individually as Christian men today. So the first thing I'll do is take a look at the scripture itself. I'll give you some context about it. We'll read the scripture, and then when I go over the three responsibilities that we were given, I'll talk about it from the Adam's perspective and then from today's application, what we can do with that today and how it still stands and is relevant for our life today. So first we'll start with the context. This was given to, uh, given to man on the very sixth day of creation. This is the very last day that God was making, forming the earth. And one of the things that he did was he took some dust and he put it together and he formed a man and he blew life into his nostrils and made him a, a human being. And then he turned around and he made this Garden of Eden and he told us where it was when it still existed on the earth. There's still conjecture whether or not it still does and where that might be, but there are other folks that think that it's more of a spiritual concept today and but the reality is that heaven is more real than we are. So whatever you want to do with that. But the scripture, we're going to pick it up at uh, uh, Genesis 2, beginning in verse 15. And I'll just read the scripture all the way through first. And then we'll go back and break it down into those three responsibilities. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of even to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, 
but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. The Lord God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will, take, I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. Now the scripture goes on to talk about then the formation of Eve as he put him to sleep and took the rib and formed a woman and brought it to him. And he goes on to say, well, this is now the bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. So that's where woman was formed. But I want to center today on that section of 15 through 20, where he gave outline for us three responsibilities that he gave Adam. The first of those responsibilities is stewardship. Stewardship. That means we were given the task of taking care of something. When it was given to Adam, it was the Garden of Eden. Today, we have responsibility over the garden as it means for the entirety of the earth itself. We have responsibility to make sure that we have a good environment for our kids to live in. We have the responsibility to make sure that we have clean air for us to breathe. We have the responsibility to make sure that there are enough plants to make air. We have the responsibility to take care of and to work this earth. So that's our first responsibility, okay? Um, the second responsibility that he gave us was, you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now, at that time, there was a apparently a literal tree out there that he, he wasn't supposed to touch. And we all know from the next set of passage that he did, or they did, both the man and the woman, they did, and their eyes were open. They had the knowledge of good and evil, which means we have a moral compass. We were given for that. And at the same time, we were also cursed with death. And we can see the truth of that today. But his warning still stands, even though we are in a world that is fallen, that has all this sin, that's just tearing up our society, our planet, ourselves. Still, we have this responsibility not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And what that means is we have a moral compass inside of us. We have something inside of us guiding us and saying, this is right and this is wrong. And I really want you to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And so that's exactly our application for today. We should still be listening to that guide inside, that moral compass that we were given to say we do the right thing simply because it's the right thing to do. By that same token, the flip side of the coin, part of the way that we do that, part of the way that we accomplish that doing the right thing is by knowing what the wrong thing is and not doing it. <laughs> we don't seek it. We don't, and I don't care what this wrong thing might be. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's pornography. Maybe it's violence. Maybe it's anger. Whatever that case may be that we know is the wrong path. We know it because it hurts ourselves or others. We know it because God names it in the Bible as a sin. We know it because 
our society even shows us how and why it's wrong. And we can see who it hurts and how it hurts and why. So we know it's a universal truth. We know it's wrong to do it. But somehow, still inside of each one of us, we still end up doing the wrong thing a lot of the time. But our responsibility is still, don't do that. We want to make the right decisions, the wise decisions. And part of that is to not seek the wrong decisions, not partake of the wrong decisions, not partake of those things that might bring us momentary pleasure, but cause destruction in our lives as a result. Exactly the sort of thing that, that he was talking about. So we can see that, that while it was given to Adam about a literal tree, about a literal fruit, sometime thousands and thousands of years ago, the principle that was given to him and the responsibility on that subject that was given to him still applies to us today. The third responsibility that he was given was to name all the living creatures, right? So what this is talking about is learning and growing. So the scripture went, so the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. And at that time, there were no names for things. So this was a process of discovery, seeing what these animals were, how they acted, what they were like, and then deciding on a name for them. So this speaks to our... Our basis of discovery, it's our basis of exploration of our environment um, that causes us to learn and grow. It also speaks to making mistakes and, and learning from them. This is the, the basis for it. it was given to man, given to Adam long ago where he was given the responsibility to take care of this garden and name all the animals. That was his job, name the animals, name things, find things, discover things, grow things. And so those were the three responsibilities that were given to us as men before the world actually began, before we had societies, before we had women. No offense to the women out there, you're equals and compliments to us and beautiful and wonderful, but these were given to us before you. You weren't there yet. But that doesn't mean because it was given to us so long ago and given only to one man that it doesn't apply to you and me today. They still do. They still do. So today we have lots and lots of responsibilities. Some of these responsibilities are placed upon us by our government or our state or our local community or sometimes we take these responsibilities on ourselves when we, we accept the responsibility. Sometimes these things are brought to us by circumstance and we take responsibility just because it is the right thing to do. But whatever that case may be, we are still hardwired to take care of these same responsibilities. And just because they were given to us thousands and thousands of years ago and only given to one of us, that man being Adam, that doesn't mean just because it's been delegated from Adam to us that that responsibility is laid down or diluted or not applicable today. It's still our responsibility today. So even as a Christian man, we still have to remember that we are responsible 
to be a good steward of the resources that God gives us, whether that be the house that you live in, the job that you have, the family that you have, your kids, your pets, whatever the case may be, you still have that natural responsibility of being a good steward of those things. That means taking care of it, being wise and thinking through your decisions before you take actions, right? The second one is to avoid evil. We want to know about the evil, see the evil for what it is, realize who it hurts and how it hurts and why, and then not engage in it. And then, of course, the third is to learn and grow. When we do engage in it, because we're going to, we are going to. We're hardwired to it. We're not sinners because we sin. We sin because we're sinners. Because of the fall, next chapter, and that's a whole new a whole new teaching, but the truth of the matter is that it really doesn't matter. We still need to learn from our mistakes, grow, explore, learn, see what's around us, and name those things. Man. We still have those responsibilities. That is so, re that is so powerful. Um, I want to just uh, make clarifications on something, man. You said that uh, God gave Adam the responsibility to name things. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people really, when they hear this, right, I don't think they really engage into it. If they allow their Holy Spirit to minister to them about what this actually means, I think that they'll be able to really see. Because one thing that when you said it, one thing that popped in my mind is that the very first thing that God did was he named things. When he created the earth, he named it. What he spoke of it, it became what it was. So let God there said, be light. let yes. there be light. <laughs> so light came. He said this and this came. <laughs> and so whatever. And, and, and then another thing is this. It goes with aligning ourselves under God because tell me this. Adam wasn't just running around naming animals. It was the animals that God brought to him That's and right. said, hey. Name these animals. Mm -hmm. So under God's lordship, under God's uh, provision for our lives, we have to take responsibility of those things and grow. And you're absolutely right because the scripture does say he brought them to the man to see what he would name them. So absolutely. God brings us these things and he always does. Uh, those of us who are Christians, been Christians for a little while, we know that there is no such thing as happenstance. There's no such thing as coincidence. Nothing happens just because it happened. Right. Now, if, if, if somebody is sitting in front of you, there's a reason. God put them there. And as a matter of fact, God had to arrange a whole lot of paths to get that person in front of you for however long they're in front of you. Yep. And so we need, it is part of our responsibility to understand and discern or Tell the difference between <laughs> yeah. those things and start to see why the person that's in front of you is sitting in front of you in that moment in time and, and, and try and fulfill that purpose for them because there's something that you're supposed to do. We just have to learn how to, learn do, it. How to do it and learn what he wants us to do in those moments. And the only way we can do that is by keeping our eyes, our minds, and our hearts on him. Yeah. On him. I agree. Well, guys, this is our time. So let me let me tell you, if you want to support the brand new revival ministry, what we ask from you is to share, 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 share this message with your group, your your Bible study group. You can either post it on Facebook or Instagram, whatever it may be. Get the word out there, guys. And uh, 
that's our time. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for learning. And remember the three. What's the three again? Stewardship, avoiding evil, learning and growing. Learning and growing. And never forget, Jesus, he sure does love you. All right.